What is up? What is up? Welcome back into Tide Talk Live. Stacey Blackwood and Jake Thomas. Alabama is heading into a bye week, so there's a lot to discuss here about the Crimson Tide. Uh, first of all, Jake, how you doing on this Sunday afternoon? Good to, good to see you. I know you went to the ball game last night. Just tell us how that went and uh, what you're thinking about the Tide. Man, it uh, it was fun. Uh, a lot of walking. My gosh, you do a lot of walking down there. I got 13, I think about 13,400 steps, something like that. And um, today I've, I've got 300 so far. So I've been, <laughs> I've been relaxing. Got in about one o'clock this morning. Uh, traffic, you know, that that's probably the, the only negative, negative about a, about a game day down in Tuscaloosa is the traffic afterwards. It, it was just a nightmare. Uh, but we made it through. Everybody, you know, everybody was on the best behavior on the road, so that was great. But uh, overall, the game, man, it, it was fun. Uh, we actually we was we set up on the visitor side up in the up in the upper deck and uh, had a great view of the field, man. It was it was awesome to see, um, you know. And and a thing about about being down there live watching the game and uh, what's up, Bammer Standard? Uh, how you doing, guys? What's up? And um, well. You know they, they do stuff during the commercial break, so you know that they, they the cheerleaders did their thing and and uh, they they do different music and everybody just singing. I mean it was it was awesome. It was great atmosphere down there. Uh, the flyover was amazing. Uh, you know I'm not saying this because because I'm an Alabama fan. I'm saying it because you know I'm a college football fan. But that is one of the best and most electric atmospheres, you know, in, in college football when whenever everything's going right down there. Even when I, I we went we didn't get to go down there much when when she was there. I think me and you did make a game or two down there, but the, even then, I mean the 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 crowd is always there, you know, and, and the the electricity. So it's just man, it gets you hopped up, push chills down your spine. I mean, it's an it's an awesome experience. Uh, one thing that was not plugged in was the light show. Unfortunately, for a lot of people on Twitter, were complaining about the the light show being inactive uh, last night, and of course, Greg Byrne announced that they were having issues but uh you know that that's just part of it that's not a huge deal right. but uh yeah we're gonna get uh Dalcourt has already been brought up there in the yeah. chat and that is definitely yeah. something that we were going to be touching on uh here in just a moment before we really dive into anything if you're not already hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell and give this video a thumbs up and 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 like people already are jump in the chat and let us know your thoughts on Alabama. Uh, the Bama standard says Dow court starting at center greatly hindered our running game. Only 1.1 yards per carry put Seth back in. I absolutely agree with that. I think, I think it's obvious that has been a position battle all season long. And I think it's obvious that, that the run game is definitely better with Seth McLaughlin at center. And, uh, you know, last night really proved that. And Mississippi State is, has a great front. What they do, stunning with their defensive linemen, is it's hard to block. But but McLaughlin just seems to get the job done, and Dalcourt doesn't uh, in the running game. So uh, I really believe that that moving forward after the bye week, you're going to see 56 there back at center. Yeah, I, I agree that the running attack didn't get going. Uh, Cass is on, uh, uh, and Cardner, uh, Cardner uh, from Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, Welcome, wow. uh, um, roll, roll tide. tide, yeah. And, um, Cassie says she hopes y'all get to feeling better, you know. Yeah, the, the flu has hit the Blackwood home. I have miraculously, up to this point, knock on wood, knock on have wood. not caught it, but everybody else in my house has been deathly sick for the past few days. Uh, but you know, here I am, uh, talking album of football. 
Uh, but thanks, Cassie, for checking in on us. Yeah. And uh, thank you, car nurse, from all the way out in Salt Lake City for yeah. joining us in the chat and on the show. Yeah. Uh, Paul Malone um, says he's worried about the receivers not getting open. Bryce had time. Don't seem to be in time with the receivers. Yeah, I think that is really, you know, one of the most uh, important things that this offense needs to work on uh, here in the bye week. And, you know, part of it is uh, youth and inexperience at wide receiver. Uh, but, you know, now that you're halfway through the season, that's kind of out the window. But it's also hurt the development there with Bryce being out and limited in practice for the last month or so uh, since the Arkansas game. So that's that's important to remember as well. And I think that that once Bryce is, is back to practicing, you know, on, on a regular basis and doing his regular routine, you're going to see that chemistry start to develop between him and the wide receivers. Uh, it looks like Ja'Cory Brooks is probably the guy who's been the most consistent for Alabama, and even Brooks has not been what we thought he could be heading into the season. But uh, I, I still I still hold out hope for this wide receiver core because I think the bye week is coming at a good time. I, that's, that's always the case. So it's always a good time to have an off week to get healthy and to continue to develop at areas that you need to improve on uh, here in the season. Uh, Jake, your, your thoughts on the wide receivers real quick and, and what you think they need to do moving forward to help this team. Uh, well, you know, we, we was there last night. And, um, you know, it seems like the, the the original play calls, that they're not getting separation. But when Bryce has time to move around, he starts pointing and telling people to, to move around. That's when they, they get open. And, and just like uh, when we hit Judge Earl in the back of the end zone, you know, he Bryce told him to, to go that away. I mean, he, he got away from his guy because I think the guy had his eyes in the backfield just one second too long and allowed Earl to, to get wide open. Uh, there's a couple of other instances as well to see uh, that, that that happened. But, you know, that there was – a the play calling offensively was a little bit better because we had some check down options. I mean, we had a lot of – you know, running backs in the flats last night. And uh, on that one for Rodell Williams early on in the game, he just missed. Bryce just missed him. Uh, that probably would have got us a first down and kept that drive going. But, uh, you know, uh, other than that, you know, the wide receivers, yeah, I think getting more experience with Bryce. Um, and another thing that I, I heard a lot of people in the in the stands talking about was how the three starters, Bond was out there, Kobe Prentice was out there, and uh, who was the other one that started? Ja'Cory um, Brooks. Just Corey Brooks. That might be your three that needs to start going moving forward. Because I mean, those freshmen are elite right now. And, and just getting them out in the field, you know, they're just gonna get better. And uh so I, I like I like how how that is growing right now for, for the Crimson Tide. Yeah, and, and the Bama Sanders says glad to see Tyler Harrell is real and we're not getting catfished uh, for sure. And I think that's probably a name that that we're gonna see see you know post bye week a, a little bit more in in real meaningful action uh i think he is you, you've seen he he's received a target i think one of the first plays he got into the game and made yep. the catch from from Jalen milro and uh, i think that's a guy that you're going to see continue to work his way up the depth chart and, and earn some quality playing time uh, on the back half of the season and you know he, he's a guy who's got you know he's got college experience played a couple of years there at louisville He's got that elite home run ability, Jake, to take the top off the defense, and that's what Alabama's missing right now on offense. And and if he can continue to develop and show the coaching staff that he can do the necessary things to get on the field, uh, it's going to be a lot like Eli Ricks. Once he gets on the field, fans are going to be like, whoa, where's this guy been? 
Right, exactly. And not just uh not just Harold, but I mean having Jojo Earl back healthy mm-hmm. is also a big thing. I mean, he he looked really good last night. Uh and uh, he's also got some speed. So and there's a couple of guys that ain't got in yet. Uh uh Anderson's got some speed. So there's some guys on that uh on that bench that hasn't got in yet that's got some speed that that we've been waiting on to to show up this year. And Harrell is gonna be one of those guys. And uh, JoJo Earl, uh, he he can get open as well. So you know it's it, it's getting there. You know it, it's seemed like it's been kind of work in progress all season, yeah. but I feel like it's getting there. Well, you know we we talked about that in the preseason, Jake. How that how the wide receiver room was going to be a work in progress right. throughout the entire season, and, and the group that you saw in early September is not going to be the same group you see you know in mid November. And I still believe that to be the case. I think they're better now than what they were at the beginning of the season. And you're just going to start to see improvement, improvement, improvement every single week. And now that the bye week's here, those guys, especially the younger players like Isaiah Bond, like a Kobe Prentice, they can kind of hit that reset button or that pause button and kind of reflect on what they've seen so far this season. And now they they they, they know what the game's like. They know what to expect. They understand the offense more. They've played with Bryce some. Now it's just about going out there and playing and executing. And now that the bye week's here, they can kind of reset, get refocused, and, and continue to develop and make plays for this album offense. Uh, yeah, Eli Ricks, he he oh, balled man. out. He was he was unbelievable last night. Just he locked down that side of the field, and uh, you know it makes you wonder where he's been all season long. Not that Taron Arnold's been terrible, but I mean he's looked like a freshman because he is right, right. Uh, but uh, but Ricks is just on another level, and and if if Alabama can get that type of production from him. That's going to make this defense that much better. It just takes so much stress off the rest of the guys when you know you got somebody out there on an island who's going to lock it down. Right, and, and that's what Ricks looks like to be. And uh, if he can continue to play like that, uh, that's that's good news for Alabama. Absolutely. And since we're talking about defense, I got you know I, I want to make a couple of points that uh, that I saw last night. You know, they're late in the game when when uh, Mississippi State scored on the last play. Before that. Um, I mean, Demarco, uh, Demarco Helens was a- absolutely. I can't think who twenty three is, but I mean, Jacquez he was, Robinson. Yeah, he was in his face, <laughs> like one. Love it. You know, Love yeah. It. I'm I'm finally seeing that aggression. We needed a vocal leader on that defense, and you know, Will Anderson is still there. Uh, we got Dallas Turner, but you need a vocal leader in in the backfield and in that secondary. Jordan, you could say Jordan Battle could be it, but he don't seem like the guy that would get like up in your face. Now Helms is a guy that's gonna get up in your face, and and I'm I'm finally seeing that fire, you know, with that defense, and uh, it was like a resetting for the defense after what happened in the Tennessee game. So uh, just having Eli Ritz on that side of the field, like you said, I mean, I think they moved a couple of receivers on his side just try to get something going. They could not get anything going, and like uh, the Bama standard said, you know, he gave up one catch, and I think he got over aggressive on that one play that he gave it gave it up. Other than that, I mean, anytime they threw his way, he you know he he shut it down, and then uh, he come up and run support as well. Yeah. You know that that's what you want to see, and that's what Saban has been talking about in practice. You have to show up in practice like you would in a game if you want to be on the field at Alabama. And and he's he's paid his dues, as you say, he's learned, and now he's out there. And I don't think you're going to see anybody, you know, do much on him the rest going moving forward. Well, you know, coming out of the bye week, he's going to get to match up against his former teammate mm-hmm. and Kayshawn Boutte, and that's going to be a hell of a matchup between mm-hmm. those two guys. So uh, I cannot wait for that. But uh, you talked about DeMarco Helms, Jake, and we all know – 
how he got burned a few times uh, against Tennessee. And, you know, the truth is, yeah, he, he was uh, – <laughs> that's not his game. Covering Jalen Hyatt one-on-one is not no. what DeMarco – he's never going to excel at that because he's not a cover corner. Right. He's a in-the-box safety who's going to thump you. And yeah. we saw that last night, Jake. I mean, he he dislodged a ball that would that would have been a fourth down conversion for Mississippi State because he read it, and he was he come in like a heat sinking missile mm-hmm. and blew the play up. And he he does great in run support. He makes open field tackles, and uh, that's the kind of player Helms is. He's not yep. a covering a four four guy in open space by himself. That's not right. who he is, and it's unfair to expect him to do that. Well, Helms really should be moved to linebacker. <laughs> uh, Man, yeah. Yeah, I mean the way he's so physical, it's there, there's no doubt about it. But I mean he he's a really good strong safety, but he he's yeah. not gonna, you know, people get caught up in in the coverage. It wasn't really mistakes by Helms, right? It's just that yeah. that guy was just faster than him, right? Exactly. I mean, what, what you want him to do? That's not, <laughs> I mean, his, yeah. that's not his fault. No. And and another thing that I saw that I really liked it. It did seem like the defense come out in a different. Formation type deal because we actually had um, Dallas Turner and a true linebacker position right beside uh, Henry Toa and, and you know that that was a different instead of having him on the end on the edge like on third downs him and Will Anderson were on the edge but in the first two downs he was back there with Toa Toa and it just looked really different and and that defense played out of its mind and. And another thing I want to point out about the defense, you know, it seemed like a lot of times it wasn't reading, you know, reading the play well. Well, last night, talking about the DeMarco Hellams, you know, he read when that guy hit the slant, he he immediately took off and dislodged that ball. And there's another time where he read a slant again and he almost had an interception, knocked it up in the air and, and fell behind him. So, I mean, it seems like the defense is starting to read the ball a little bit better, which is great moving forward. Uh, but man, I, I was impressed. And another guy needs to get some love is Jameer or Jameer Burroughs. I mean, he was all over the field and he come in because we had a lot of injuries on the defensive line. Otis was out, I think DJ Dale was out, and uh, so uh, he played really, really well. Uh, so I was glad to see him get out there and get, get his share as well. Yeah, I think you've probably seen where Dallas Turner lining up there main a lot because of, of the of the style of offense we were playing, but also because of the injuries there on the interior of the defensive line. You had to play different guys. I mean, uh Damon Payne, the red shirt freshman, mm-hmm. played played at a nose guard a lot in the game, and he played really well. Jamil Burroughs did as well. But yeah, with DJ Dell out and Justin Boyd be out mm-hmm. uh, and Jaheim Otis, that means there was going to be a lot of different faces there along the defensive line. I thought Tim Smith played well. So mm-hmm. uh, those guys, in the absence of the normal uh, rotation, I thought did a really good job. Uh, Jamarian Latham uh, mm-hmm. did a really good job, uh, especially yeah. he, he's really quick off the edge for, for a defensive lineman and he can put some pressure on the quarterback. And uh, he might be a guy that they kind of watch out for on the le- later part of the season, uh, you know, against a team like Ole Miss when you when when you need to put some pressure on the quarterback on third and long situations. So uh, anxious to see how the, the, the rotation looks post-bye week and how what it looks like. You know, who, who knows how healthy all these guys are going to be. I'm, I'm assuming we're going to get back all three guys, a boy B. Dell and uh, – and Otis after the bye week, but, you know, who really knows? Right, exactly. But overall, I was really impressed with the defense. They come out with a more of an edge, more of a nastier attitude, and uh, that's great to see because, you know, we we haven't seen 
that nastiness yet from from this team or on defensive side of the ball yet. And, and they they showed up showed out last night. I did hate to get that give up that late touchdown, but yeah, I mean, like I said, Helens was in in Robinson's face. It's like, man, you're yeah. our position, so. And once again, the officials decide to start throwing flags there at the end of the ball game. Yeah, I mean, I'm so I mean, glad Saban went off. I'm so glad yeah. he went off. That was a late flag that come out too there in the end zone. I mean, oh, good grief. I mean, the play was already over with, and they was already lined up when, the, when you know getting lined back up when the flag come out. I was like, I mean, we went ballistic in the stadium. I was like, what is that? I mean, it's, it's, can you not get pathetic. that out of your pants quicker? I mean, good it's, lord, it's 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 pathetic. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, but. Overall, the team did really, really well. Um, no, uh, you know, I, I, the, the offense, it, it was, you know, not having McLaughlin in its center, I think, was a lot to do with the offense. They just could never find a rhythm. But Bryce, even Bryce was a little out of sync, especially in the second half, Jake. That third yeah. quarter, he was he was missing passes. He was He just didn't look like himself. I don't know if he was in a bit of a pain or, or you know, or if just he was off. I mean, he is human, but right. um, uh, just the offense never could find a rhythm or get in sync. And uh, thankfully, the defense played really well and, uh, you know, kind of kept Mississippi State in check and, and allowed Alabama to pull away in the game. But Will Rockard got back into his Will Rockard ways, mm-hmm. connecting all three of his field goals, including a 50 yarder. So good to see that. Uh, happy that he's back. Uh, making his field goals after, you know, he struggled the last couple of weeks, and uh, now he seems like he's back on track. Oh, road tie for New Orleans. Boy, you're down road there right in the heart, heart of LSU country, and uh, that's what we see in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, t- that, tell us tell us the thought, the, the, the vibe down there in Louisiana from the LSU fans leading up to this matchup here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, because all of a sudden, you know, LSU's still not out of the out of the West. So I mean, no. these next two weeks for Alabama, well, really next three, because I mean, we still got to beat Auburn regardless. But uh, I mean, the next two weeks for LSU, or next three weeks, LSU and uh, and Ole Miss. I mean, they're must wins now to win the West. So you know, Alabama's got Alabama's got to win out. They got to win out. Right, they got to win out. Um, but you know, and how how about LSU might be the most underrated team in the country. That, yeah, that that's where were crazy. they ranked today in in the poll? I don't even know where were they. I didn't even see. I don't. I don't know. I, somebody tell us in the chat if they're not in the top fifteen, top twelve, really, then they're underrated, in my opinion. I agree. I mean, you know, they're I getting, thought it was going. Jake, Jake, they lost that the opening game to Florida State on a gaff. I mean, they just it, it was a gaff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. everybody, everybody quit on this LSU team. Don't need to do I mean, that. No, I mean they got way too much talent. Right. Brian Kelly's a good coach. He won a lot of games at Notre Dame. Right. He did. And as I was going to say, I thought it might have been a year or two before he start, you know, before they really got back to where they needed to be. But he he's brought them back a year early. You know, it's it's. I'm uh, trying to look and see where. Uh, LSU. But, if somebody knows in the chat, let us know what LSU's ranked right now. Yeah. But you know that um, that that game, eighteenth according to CBS Sports. That's still a low to me. Oh, good luck, Bamanola. <laughs> have fun. Have fun. Oh man, I'm sorry. If LSU is really ranked eighteenth, that is a joke. It is a joke. But they only lost two games in the year. You know, 
and, and like you said, the Florida State one was shouldn't have been, and they went up against a good Tennessee team too. That's the only. Yeah, one. I mean, they lost. Yeah. They lost to a Tennessee team who's hotter than anybody else right now. Right. So that's no that that they need to be top twelve for sure. Yeah, I mean, top fifteen at a minimum. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I I, I want to pull up the rankings just um just to look at it, but uh. But yeah, it's they 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 need to be a little bit higher. Okay, teams that they have have ranked higher than. Um. <laughs> okay, Jerry Black and said in talent top ten. I agree. This is great. Well, my phone is being crazy, but Illinois is ranked ahead of LSU. LSU would mop the floor with Illinois, even on a neutral field. What in the world? <laughs> uh, ben Manola says, I wear my Crimson colors every day in public. Good for oh, you, man. Good for you. Man, you, you got more, more guts than I do. <laughs> yeah, Paul Malone says LSU is going to be a tough test. No doubt. The, the road, Can Alabama go on the road and not commit a million penalties? That's what That's, I want to see. That's the question. Jake, if Alabama doesn't commit a bunch of penalties, they'll win. I mean, did you see what Arian Foster said? Uh, I think he came out yesterday or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said uh, – I, I read it uh, earlier, but he said if Alabama didn't co- commit so many penalties against, the te- against Tennessee, they would have won that game. I mean, I, it's hard, to, it's hard to, to doubt that because, I mean, 17 penalties, you, you're going to be you're behind, the, behind the sticks a lot. I mean, they had a was 130 yards in penalties, right? I mean, so that's that's a that's one touchdown that you've lost, right? In 100 yards, yep. And then nearly had the field in another one, you know. Oh, there you know there. I almost guarantee. Well, we'll find. We should find out on Monday. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what time the LSU game will be? I think. Don't they usually give? Or is it two weeks? Is it a week or two weeks in advance? I want to say it's two weeks in advance. It could be two weeks in advance. But but unless, I'm sure I'm sure to be a night game. They they love to do that yeah. to Alabama. I I have a feeling, but um, but who else is playing that week that could take the two thirty slot on CBS? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'd have to look at the schedule. Know. But they say that you know they said the six o'clock CBS matchup is a prime time game. Then why won't you want a prime time matchup? I mean that would be a prime time matchup. It needs to be. It needs to be a, you know, just for this, you know, it needs to be a, a night game. I hate it for Alabama, but having some of these young guys experience that would just right. just help that much more going going forward. Because the next two weeks, we got after the bye week, we go on the road, and we need to honestly, we need to assert dominance moving forward, and and, and just let everybody know we still run the West, and we're not going anywhere. And we don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. So, and I think that's what happens. Let me, uh, all right. Okay. Tennessee at Georgia is also that day. So that, that may get the two thirty slot and Alabama and LSU will get the, the seven o'clock slot. I would almost guarantee it. Yeah. Cause I don't think Georgia's going to lose to Florida. I could be wrong, but both of them teams are going to be. Well, either way, yeah, that that's yeah. going to be the other game, regardless. Yeah. But, right. 
I imagine they're going to make the Alabama LSU game uh, the the seven o'clock kick on CBS. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, Jerry. The defense line will get healed up this bye week. The, yeah, I'm, I'm imagining the bye week is going to help Alabama get healthy. Absolutely, it's going to help a lot. And like I said, get, getting Harold back into maybe the first first uh, you know first offense, get him some some reps with Bryce and in, in the uh, in practice going to help a little bit as well. As long as Gary isn't calling, I'm fine. I'm, I imagine. Look, Alabama LSU is always a huge TV draw, but with Tennessee and Georgia, I don't know. I'm, I'm. That it might be Brad Nestler and Gary Danielson calling the Tennessee Georgia game. It might be. We might get that, a break from old Gary. Because <laughs> that that's going to be for the East right there for sure. Yeah, that would be for the East. Uh. <laughs> Real quick, I want to get everybody's thoughts on Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually that, picked South Carolina to win that game. Yeah, what, what was A&M favored by like three? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And they lost by six, I think. Yeah. So You know, and we've talked about Jimbo Fisher before on our show, Jake, of how we've always thought he was – you know, overrated. He had he had Jameis Winston at, at Florida State, and they win a championship because Gus Malzahn screwed it up for Auburn. But um, <laughs> and yeah. that came. But uh, outside of that, he's he's been an average coach. He's right. a great recruiter. There's no doubt about it. But he's an average coach. He is, and. Uh... I'm trying to pull up their uh, the rest of their their remaining schedule here. Well, they haven't played Ole Miss. They yeah. haven't played LSU. There's two losses, two more. Yeah, they still got. Oh, they got uh, Ole Miss this week on the 29th. So yeah, this week this weekend, it's it's at home. Then they got Florida. They go to Auburn, which is going to be tough anyway, because Auburn's always a tough, tough place to play at. And uh they end the season with with uh LSU. So I mean LSU will probably get them. Florida and Ole Miss both I don't know if that Florida game, they're going let's to win. Just, let's just say they split the, that game just to be generous to, to the Aggies. Right. So they're probably gonna to lose to Ole Miss and they're probably lose to LSU. So they're going to be six and six at best. At best. Could be five and seven if they lose out into Florida, which I would not be shocked. I know. I mean, where's that game gosh. at? Where's that game at? It's uh, Florida goes to AM. So okay. we'll see. I, the AM, all, besides the Auburn game, the rest of their main schedule is at home. So they're going to, have to do some, but I mean, I, I bet I bet Jimbo's seat's getting a little bit hotter every every week right now. Shoot, they can't afford, they can't afford to fire him. They can't pay him eighty five million dollars. Nope, they're stuck with him. I they mean, stuck I don't him. know what it goes down to after this season, but right now it's like eighty eighty something million dollars. It probably won't go down much. Probably about ten every year or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Thought on Jimbo, I'll get blocked. <laughs> uh, 
but I understood. also I, I also want to say something. You know, we talk about Mike Leach all the time, but seeing him with the little index card about yeah, that big with all of his it, plays on it, I'm like, what in the world is that? You know, my wife so said fun. it looks like he's got a grocery receipt. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's so fun. I mean, he's just a and he's just just a character. And you know, like he said in his press conference, he says, "I have you know, we have some players here that that fear that jersey." And, you know, we need to get back to where teams are fearing Alabama. That's when we was we was at our top. And and maybe this is a sign of things things to come. Maybe maybe this defense has got a new edge about them. So, well, you know, mm-hmm. that's saying his favorite Patriots name. Goes the Gator Bowls. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I ain't no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, as far as the the team in general. Let's just talk about Alabama's team in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they got some competitive guys on the team. There's no doubt about that. Right. Bryce is competitive. Will Anderson's competitive. DeMarco Helms is competitive. You saw that last night, like you mentioned, on that last play of the game where he didn't want to give up that touchdown, man. No. And, no. and Robinson was not in position where he needed to be and didn't do his no. job, and he lit into it. Yeah, Even though the did. game was over and Alabama won the game. DeMarco Helms didn't care. Nope. He didn't. He said, he said, this is the Alabama standard. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Do your job. Mm-hmm. And, and if Alabama can continue to get that type of leadership Oof. from those type of players, then Alabama's going to be just fine. But they, they've got to they've got to be more consistent. And they, they can't just talk the talk. They have to walk the walk. It, it's one thing to get up there every week and, and get behind the microphone and say, you know, we, we got to get back to the Alabama standard. Yeah, we know that. But go out there and do it. Right. Absolutely. Just do it. Just do it. Just do your job. And, and and I feel like moving forward we can because if Eli Rich continues to play like he like he can, I know he will. We've got one 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 side lot down. Kool-Aid McKinstry, we, we thought and, and have said he feels like he's a lot down corner as well. They targeted him more because I mean that's the only way they could go. So uh he got a lot of a lot of action last night, but uh he he was pretty much spot on as well. So uh, the biggest thing about this defense moving forward is don't give it the big plays, you know. Moving forward, do not give it the big plays. Yeah, there's not the if you don't have a ver- a true vertical threat and really more than one option, uh, it's going to be hard to score on this Alabama defense because if you can't beat them over the top, then then you're in trouble. You're just yes. in trouble because <laughs> boys. <I'm, laughs> yes. Oh uh, wait. Well, that yeah. means that means it's almost time to wrap this up. If 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 dinner's going, that means it's uh, it's almost supper time. And I know my kids are probably getting hungry. And since my wife is down, I'll have to be preparing that too. Hey, yeah. Uh, but what's your thoughts on Ricks last night? Yeah, yeah. We we discussed Ricks right at the, the top of the show, and I mean, what is there to say? He just locked down that side of the field, and uh, we would just like to know where he has been all season long and why he hadn't been playing. I'm sure there's been a good reason. Uh, Coach Saban's not not gonna not play a guy uh, for no reason. So I'm sure there's a good reason behind it, but it looks like he's he's in the good graces of the coaching staff. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing, and it, it, like Jake mentioned, with with Rick's locking down that side of the field and Kool Aid being a, a really good corner as well, that just makes this defense that much better. It's gonna make Demarco Helms and and, and Jordan Battle's job uh, easier. Brian, Brian Branch's Branch. job mm-hmm. easier, who, by the way, is just phenomenal. Doesn't yep. get enough love. Brian Branch is a fantastic football player. He's going to make an NFL team really, really happy because of his versatility there in the back end of that defense. And he doesn't get enough credit for what he does for this defense. 
Yeah, and Malachi Moore had a really good night. Too. Yeah, he he, see. he played the best game he's played since his freshman year. Yeah, he did. I know. And I, was I know we got that. called for that pass interference at the end of the game, which was complete horse crap. But <laughs> was, uh, he, he he played really good. I mean, I don't know what you did. want the guy to do. <laughs> I mean, my gosh, but you know, it's uh, and you know, there's a couple of uh, you know, but talking talk about the penalties, it was good to see Alabama not commit yeah, stupid three. penalties. Yeah. yeah. Three all game, and it wasn't any kind of stupid penalties. Uh, they they know it's going to be loud going to LSU. They know it's going to be loud at Ole Miss. Just just feed off of off of your performance here, and you know just just listen to counts and and you know just play within yourself. Because if Alabama, we've said this time and time again, if Alabama plays Alabama football, nobody in the country is beating Alabama. I mean, I I don't want to be a homer and sound like a homer, but that's just the truth. When Alabama plays up to their standard you know, they're pretty much unbeatable. Well, yeah, I mean, look, Alabama's A game against anybody anybody else's A game, Alabama's going to win. That's just right. that's just how it is, and uh, I, I still feel that way. Even though this team has not yet reached their potential this season, there's still a lot of football left to be played, Jake. They, they played eight games. They got four regular season games left, Jake, uh, mm-hmm. and, and they, can, they, they can start to put their stamp on this season. And, uh, you know, the, the bye weeks here – it's time to, to regroup and refocus and come out on the back end of the season and make a statement and, uh, you know, make another run at another college football playoff. And and this team can do it because, I mean, like you said, there's there's talent everywhere on the field and uh, the offense is is rolling right now. The defense is getting there. Uh, you know, they you know, Alabama starts clicking and, and it's lights out for the rest of college football because you you won't stand a chance when when both of those units are clicking. It's you, you ain't got a chance. Yep, no doubt. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I've got to run off now so I can start fixing supper for my kids. But uh thanks everybody for jumping in the chat. Really good. Really, you know, the chat was live all all the whole time. So we really appreciate that. Thanks, uh the Bama Standard, Cassidy, Bama uh New Orleans, uh Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. Uh, don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, Cardinals, Cardinals, I think yeah. from Utah. Paul, thanks for being on. Paul Malone, Paul. thank you. Mm-hmm. Just thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. We can't wait to get back here in a few okay, days well. to uh, to talk some Alabama football as well. But but that's yeah. going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for watching. If you're not already, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and give this video a thumbs up. Thanks, guys, and until next time, roll tide. Roll tide.